Hey everyone, good morning. This is Airy in the Air. Welcome back to the show. So glad you're here. Hope you're doing well. Hope you're holding it all together in these crazy times. Today, I want to talk to you about something I've been noodling on for a while. Noodling with my noodle. And it's not a, I wouldn't consider it fully baked yet, but it is an inquiry that I am in and that I want to invite you into as well. This inquiry can be summarized as how to give a fuck. How to give a fuck. In short, it is when we say we care about something, what does that mean? What does that do? How do we look at the things that we care about? And I think that in general, I think that in general, the way that we are currently giving a fuck is not working, right? If the way that we cared about things was working, then all of the problems that people have been bringing up for decades and decades would have been solved, right? If we properly cared about things, or if we cared in a different way, in a more efficient way, a better way, a more holistic way, then the problems that we've been facing for so long that independent people and the media at large has called out would be solved, would be taken care of. Because most of us know that human technology is not the issue. That is not our bottleneck. We have all of the tools. We have all of the techniques. We have all of the technology that we need to live in accordance with each other, to live in accordance with nature and the earth. We all know that. So if there was something that we were waiting for outside of ourselves, then that would be another story, but that's not the story. The thing we're waiting for is inside of ourselves. So today's inquiry that I'm in is what is it that we need to change in how we are caring about things? How do we give a fuck? Because the reality is that I think that we pretend we don't have fucks to give, but in general, we do have fucks to give. Most people have extra fucks to give, and I know you do. I know you have fucks to give, because you give a fuck about a lot of things. First, I'd like to address the term giving a fuck. Giving a fuck. Well, notice that by saying giving a fuck, you're not saying that you are coming up with a robust political solution or coming up with a world revolution. Giving a fuck is merely the act of taking your own attention that is limited 
taking your own attention and endowing it to some kind of cause, idea, person, anything like that. We are endowing our attention. We are signifying that something is important to us when we give a fuck. That is what giving a fuck is. And I think we've been doing it wrong. And so next I'm, I'll, I'll tell you how I think we've been doing it wrong. I would say that for the past decade that I've been alive enough to pay attention, I would say that American and global fucks that are being given are being given in a way that I would call reductionist as well as call out. So reductionist refers to something being myopic, being so zoomed in on one element of something that it really doesn't see the bigger picture. The opposite of that is holistic, integral, integrated, um, omni-considerate. The other thing that I mentioned is call-out, and I think that in general we can see the call-out culture everywhere on Facebook and in the media. The media, we have basically let the media become this big entity that its sole job is to tell us what is wrong with the world and report to us what is fucked up. That is just such a poor model <laughs> for for what is such an important means of communication for the collective. The media has become a call-out culture cesspool of just saying what is wrong, what is bad, who is bad, and what they're doing that's wrong, right? The call-out culture turns us into these misers, these judges that sit from afar and we point our fingers at some external we we point our fingers at some external person, some external problem, some external entity, institution, and we just get to sit back and we say that is wrong, that is wrong, that is wrong. And it's from a place of righteousness that we can do that. And the reality is that if we're to take any kind of view that actually, let me say, if, if giving a fuck right now is participating in a call-out culture that just only looks at what is wrong and does so in a myopic, reductionist way that just zooms so far in on the problem that it really doesn't understand the outlying cultures, the outlying, the, the underlying foundations that breed that kind of thing. If you zoom in on sexism and think that it's because of male privilege without looking at all of the possible perspectives you could, you're going to get a 
reductionist, a so zoomed in thing that is just based in call out culture that really it doesn't do anything. It doesn't do anything. And it's in general, it's inaccurate. It's partial. It might be partially true, but it is partial. It is such a small slice of the pie. So for instance, take the climate change movement. I, one big shtick I have is with climate change activists, particularly on Instagram or Facebook, the internet, protect our winters is one, uh, kind of entity that's larger that I tend to think has a myopic reductionist view of what is going on, as well as these people who advocate for this kind of thing without making any kind of change in their own lives. They are eating shitty food that is factory farmed, and that is just an indication of how shallow their fucks that they are giving actually are. And I think that what I'm kind of pleading for here is that we take our shallow fucks that we're giving, which are basically clicks on the internet or things that we like or things that we share memetically on Facebook, where we, you know, we put, you know, someone posts a meme that we feel resonates with us and we we repost it. That's about as deep as the fucks that we're giving are these days. When we see something on our screens and it resonates with us, we think, oh, that is a problem and I want to be as part of that solution or I think that's a problem too. So we just reshare that meme or we regurgitate that ideology or we regurgitate that that, uh, part of the call-out culture that's calling out this one thing, right? And that's a pretty shallow fuck to give. And it really doesn't do anything. It doesn't do anything. Um, It's no change inside of yourself. It's no change inside of anyone else. You're not going to change anyone's mind like that. And it's a very limited, partial view of the problem itself. And so what I'm pleading for here is that we mature in how we care. We have to mature in how we care. We have to mature in our ability to discern what is important and what is actually a problem. And we have to mature in our ability to discern what possible solutions might be. But also, before we go to solutions, we ought mature in our ability to discern how many possible perspectives there are for any given issue. We have to mature from egocentric, which is me, I, through ethnocentric, which is we, us, to third person, which is they, like humanity, to like cosmocentric, which is just like every sentient being in all of existence, right? If we think of ourselves as women and we rally for feminism against men, then that is a very ethnocentric, that's a tribal way to think about the problem, right? That's a very tribal way to think about it. 
If we think about climate change as the United States versus China, that is very ethnocentric. That is we versus uh, them, right? But to mature, to raise our levels of development in our ability to consider things, in our ability to care about things, if we mature in that, we can actually start to embody a omni-consideration, which is to look at things from every possible perspective and not, let me just help you understand. When I say perspectives, I don't mean just opinions. I think that typically we have this flaw in our thinking lately that is when we think about taking other people's perspectives, we think about their opinions and trying to just like understand their opinions. But that's very, very shallow. To understand people's perspectives is to understand the emotional states, the histories, the traumas, the experiences that lead them to feel a certain way that manifests itself as an opinion, which is very different than just trying to understand their opinion. So to take that to a further, to take that further, and develop it further, it is to understand the history of gender relations in America and the history of gender relations at large to then be able to understand the context of the traumas and the experiences and the feelings that would manifest themselves in the behaviors that we're seeing. A call-out culture will just say, this is bad, and this is the problem. It's so myopic. It just zooms in. It takes all of the context away. It takes all of the nuance away from what is a incredibly complex issue, which all of these issues that we're talking about, the metacrisis that we're facing, the economic, public health, the financial, the governmental, the spiritual, the personal development, the interpersonal, the community, the meaning crisis, all of this shit that is so, so, so complex, we have been stupefied by this incessant myopic view of everything where we just zoom in so much and we just call out culture over and over and over to the point that we just think that everything's so black and white and that there is some person who's wrong. And if we can just find the person who's wrong and point our fingers and rah, rah, rah loud enough that things will actually change. And that's just so shallow and it's just wrong. It just doesn't work like that. It just doesn't work like that. So to mature in our ability to care, maturing in our ability to care means that we develop an ability to understand our own states of emotions and our own states of being that manifest themselves as opinions and that we can understand from an inclusive and omni-considerate way, we can understand these problems as incredibly complex and try our best to begin looking at them from every possible angle. 
If you want to know what I mean from every possible angle, let's just take a piece of scrap paper here. And we'll just, I'll just jot for you down this, uh, a map that was developed by Ken Wilbur. He developed what is called integral theory. And this is the four quadrants map or a qual, all quadrants, all levels. So, so on this side we have inner and this side we have outer and on the top we have individual and then we have collective. Okay, see this? So we have four quadrants. Inner experience, outer experience. Sorry, rejecting phone calls here. Inner experience, outer experience, individual, collective. These are the four places that you kind of need to that you kind of need to consider experience from so that you can begin to understand what's going on from an omni-considerate point of view, a deeper point of view, a deeper way to give a fuck, a deeper way to care, a more mature, a more developed way to care. Like I said, we have to evolve out of the call-out culture that just points a finger at a person or a thing that is bad, rah, 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 and we actually have to begin looking at the underlying foundations that lay the groundwork for those things to emerge. Those things, the bad things in our society are emergent properties of certain ways of thinking. They are not just things that we can, that we can just nip in the bud, okay? Yesterday, I was doing some landscaping with a friend. I have taken it upon myself to build community gardens this year, and so we're clearing space for these community gardens, and uh, next to the garden is a poplar tree. And if you've ever dealt with poplars or aspens, you know that they shoot out little volunteers, right? The tree tries to propagate by the roots finding the surface of the soil again and then making a new tree. And fighting these roots is a wrestling match. They are so sinewy and strong and watery and they don't snap and they're really hard to cut. And, and the roots just go ad infinitum. And it's like, that's the issue with call-out culture. Call-out culture is like, finding one root and trying to cut it when the reality of the biology of the tree, right? The mechanism of the tree that you're fighting is actually much bigger. It's much deeper. You have to consider it from a bigger point of view if you actually want to have any kind of effect on the tree. And if the, if the tree is something negative that you're trying to get out of society, then clipping one root doesn't matter, right? But understanding the biology of the thing, understanding why it's there and what are the um, conditions that allow that thing to exist in society is so much more powerful than just calling out, spotlighting one element, one root 
of the tree. So, I would say to conclude, I am in an, I am in an inquiry about how to give a fuck. About what is a better way to give a fuck. And I think that a better way to care is to care about yourself, your emotional states, your patterns of thought, your habits, the things that you eat, the industries that you support with your money, the connections that you have with your friends, the quality of relationships, the temperament of yourself and your behavior. How do you actually act with your partner, with your friends, with your community? How much service you bring? How much you're giving? And to zoom in on any one of those is to see the fractal that is a holistic way of thinking about it. If we zoom in on just what we eat, then we think, okay, just what we eat has an effect on how we feel. It has an effect on the earth with its impact. It has an effect on various industries that we support with our dollars. It has an effect on various places where we supply these things. It is how we raise our children. And it is, it is so deep. It is a profound thing to zoom in on any one of these. If we think about our relationships, it also becomes a fractal that we can dive into further and further and further and further and further, and it never ends. This is a good way of being able to tell whether or not you are actually giving a fuck. Is, is it black and white? And you have it totally figured out? Okay, you probably are giving a very shallow fuck. Is it a deep fractal that continues ad infinitum, that is complex and has room for a really uh, nuanced conversation around it? That's the kind of fuck we're talking about. That's how we give a fuck. We want nuance. We want omni-consideration. We want as many perspectives. We want as much understanding of all of these things that, that, that create the conditions for this thing to exist. These are emotional states. These are experiences, traumas, histories. The underlying framework that allows something to manifest into existence are the things that we need to look at if we're trying to understand one of the roots. We can't just go fighting roots all day with a weed whacker. If there's a tree that we need out of our society, we have to look at the conditions that allow it to manifest into existence. Maturing in our ability to care. That's what this is all about. Maturing in our ability to care. We need to grow up, folks. We have to grow up. We have to grow up away from this tattletale culture that has been fed to us. That's all it is. That if you look at the media, it's all just tattletale. It's just left, right, red, blue, tattletale. Tattletale, tattletale, tattletale. And it's like, for years we've been fighting inside of ourselves to be on the right side of tattletale. Because basically we want mommy to love us and we're afraid that she won't. So 
punishing someone else is a way to at least try to be in the good graces of the authority, of the collective, right? That's one look at our underlying emotional states that might lead us to the manifestation of call-out culture that we see in our media and in our interpersonal relationships online, right? It's all very interesting stuff, and it is all a huge fractal, and it never ends. The deeper we go, the deeper it goes. The deeper we go, the deeper it goes. That's a good way to understand. That's a good way to tell that you are actually getting somewhere in your maturity of caring. Is is this a nuanced and more nuanced and more nuanced conversation at every level? Or are we trying to be reductionist, myopic, simplistic in our thinking? Are we just trying to blame something so that we can feel certainty, so that we can have some kind of relief from the ambiguity of life? Our brains aren't wired to love ambiguity, but that is exactly where we're being called right now in this very uncertain time in the liminal war. We have to temper ourselves in the unknown. We have to become comfortable with not knowing, and we have to refuse the certainty that has been fed to us by so many things, by consumerism, by governments, by media. These are certainties that have been fed to us, and we cling on to them because neurologically, psychologically, we need them. We want them. We want it to be easier to know things. We want it to be easier to understand things and have some solid footing in our lives. But we're being called to let go of that right now. We're being called to have a more nuanced understanding of the world, of ourselves, of each other. This is a deeper way to give a fuck. And I highly recommend that you go down this rabbit hole with me. I appreciate you listening today. I hope this is helpful. If you have any comments, leave them in the comment section below. I would love to have a conversation or hear your reflections on this. Also, if you like this podcast and you think that this is the kind of message, this is the kind of conversation we need to be having right now, consider supporting me. Consider supporting this podcast. That's paypal.me slash airy in the air. I really appreciate the people who are donating. Also, share and subscribe and leave a review. That really helps. And I appreciate you listening. Stay happy, stay sane, stay safe. We'll see you tomorrow, folks. See ya.